having a place for us to come to 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 do this work and to grow and to change and in a in a place that means so much to us and you do and so it's been life transforming for us to if, if we just had like gold's gym and that was it it wouldn't have been the same gym no no, no. i mean this... i mean i mean we have we have robert and kyle and craig and you know we just yeah it's, it's an amazing place Hey everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. I am Cliff Latham. And I'm Kelly Latham. And we are BoomFit Athletes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome having you all. Age, please. Give us your age. I know we've done a podcast. Yeah, clip, well, but... I'm, so I just turned 53 on Christmas Day. And what's today? January 5th. Yeah. So a week or so ago. Not too long. So. And I'm 44. Awesome. So we have kind of recently... Well, you guys, let's start with this. Um, you guys joined the gym, Cliff, almost two years ago. Right. Summer of 2019. Correct. But really committed in the summer of 2020. Yeah, I would say it was August. That you because you kind of said like you came and you were you were here, but I felt like the way you said it was like man, I really told myself, I think it was September 1st. 2020 mm-hmm. or August 1st, 2020. Can you it tell was, me? It was, it was really September 1st. And so, you know, I, I think it was that I've been coming for a year and it was good enough until it really wasn't. Like I was getting stronger, more fit. I was keeping up with more of the guys, but I wasn't just, I wasn't there. And so then I paid a year in full, right? And it was like, okay, gosh, we paid this money for Kelly and I. And I'm like, I'm not going to waste this. Like I'm going all in. And and then the the hard 75 was what took it to a whole nother level, which started right at about at that time. But I just decided I'm going to get serious about this and see what I can do with it. Yeah, and we recorded a whole podcast mm-hmm. So, you know, anybody listening, for sure go listen to that one. Kelly, let's start with you. You know, at 44, you're a mother of four. Yes, well, six yeah, together. Six, six together, mm-hmm. but, you know, uh, yep. you know, I'm sure you've got a fitness journey that, you know, we, we, we can talk about a little bit. How, you know, where did it start for you? When did working out become something that you thought, I wanted to do, I, you know, I'm committed to this? Was it throughout your birth of your kids or after? No, well, even before, I think it's always been on my brain. I mean, I was, I played tennis in high school and college and I was on drill team in high school. And so there was that element. And then just throughout having, I mean, I did boot camps and, um, ran, I've run off and on since high school, my whole, just kind of, that's always been back here. And there were of course seasons where I did nothing having kids, you know, yeah. where you just, but it's always kind of been an element. When you came last year, I think it was March. It was actually right before COVID, so February. Then you started with a six-week challenge. Yes, that's Where right. Where were you at at that time um, in, in your health, in your fitness journey? So I had been – okay, let me think. I had just – I had been intermittent fasting. Okay. That was my thing yeah. for the two years – like it had been about a year and a half what that I'd been doing that. What led you into that? Just not working out and gaining, putting on a lot of weight, like 
a lot of weight, probably 30, 40 pounds. In that previous two years? Yes, starting in about 2015 through 2018. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think we did, I did boot camp, but so I might work out some, but just eating poorly and drinking alcohol. And so I started intermittent fasting May of 2018. And, um, and that was great. Then that it is great. And sometimes I'll do that, but, um, that in working out, I was started running. I registered for a race and I started running again. Yeah. And then you were, I remember you guys were doing like the virtual 5 p.m. class. I think a couple of your boys were doing it. Yeah, during COVID. So yeah, yeah I did the six-week challenge. That I put on weight, intermittent fasting, that kind of stopped, and then I did the six-week challenge. Yeah. And then um, COVID, Cliff was a member here, and we started doing the virtual. And, and we had the boys doing committed. PE. Yes, every day. Because we had the boys doing it too during the... I think the first two weeks of COVID, we kind of just, we were working, sitting at desks, at our, at home at desks. And boy, I was just, I had had really wasn't used to sitting that much. And I just started getting down into the dumps. Yeah. And we need, and I said, we need to do this class. And so um, we go up to the top of this parking garage, put the computer in the back of a truck and Robert was the coach. And it was awesome. How did your boys get into it? You know, because I remember they were pretty regular on that with y'all, right? Like Mm -hmm. I remember you mentioning even after that, like, Hey, we might consider them coming to the gym. Mm -hmm. So how'd that start? Because they had to do something for PE. Oh, and the whole thing of them just going out and ride your bike wasn't going to fly. Like I knew they wouldn't really do it. And so we, it was, we were able to all just kind of make that commitment together and it was awesome. It was so good. And so, so you were kind of gearing back up in your workouts. Like, you, would you say you registered for a, a race? No, that was way, that had been before. I, that was more accidental just because, yeah, I mean, I guess so. There wasn't like a, a purpose in my mind. It just yeah. kind of started. He was work, he was doing the, and, and I don't, gosh, I don't remember. Like, there wasn't, I don't know. I think the boys were doing it. He was doing it. I was like, this is good. Yeah. I want to do this. Because it was interesting. So we, we started with those workouts, and the boys were kind of halfway goofing around, not listening, didn't really know what the workouts were. We're kind of just doing it. And I was just not in the mindset of really dialing into my workouts at that point. I, was, I think I was frustrated, mad, COVID, all this stuff was going on. And one day Kelly said to me, she said, do you realize how negative you are during these workouts? Like just little things I would say to her, like, this is dumb. I can't do this. Whatever <laughs> negative things. And I stopped. I was like, wow, I am. And so I said, okay, from this day forward, I'm, I'm going to be positive about every movement we make, everything we do. And that changed my, like my workouts went to another level. But what was more interesting is all of a sudden, like on that day, instead of letting the guy, the boys do kind of goof around, I started being like, come on guys, like, let's pay attention to the workout. Here's what you do and helping them and coaching them. And they, they really started doing the workouts. They started getting more fit. Like it started helping everyone. It was an amazing experience. And it was funny when your gym opened back up, we were almost disappointed, super excited. Yeah. Right. Because we wanted to come back, but there was a part of like, that was a really cool season in our life of doing that with them and watching them grow. Yeah. And then realizing that I'd gone through a thing of like, that I was negative about everything that was going on and I changed my mind and it transform so it was cool i think it's safe to say a lot of people were in a funk (laughs) at that time well a great thing too is that they had football camp that summer so it really prepped them for that Mm. and i think john the our 15 year old realized that and Mm. there were you know he felt stronger going into football camp and then starting football so you guys came back in the summer 
and the, I guess May 18th. I remember, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we have a photo album. Uh, we had a photographer that comes in like once a week. And there's pictures of Cliff specifically with your shirt off. Compared to now, I mean, it's crazy it's, where you were in June. I, I'm even shocked. And really even that, that was there still through August and September. Yeah. So tell me about, you know, everything led to this, what we'll call this hard 75 that you guys took on, but I'm trying to kind of paint the picture of where you guys had been in the previous mm-hmm. year or six months that ultimately led to committing to 75 days, very intense, and we'll dive deep into what yeah, that yes. meant for you and why you did it specifically at the time you did. But in the summertime, where were you guys in your fitness, uh, nutrition? Um, did you have, you know, you still hadn't really committed in your mind fully, maybe because it wasn't August yet. You remember you made that decision when you gave me that check for the mm-hmm, year in full mm-hmm. for both of y'all. So where were you in that summertime um, in terms of so headspace for working out and eating right? I feel like it's where most people are when they say, yeah, I work out and eat pretty well. I mean, I, I, I watch what I eat and I work out. I think that's where most people are where it's, yeah, you work out. You're a little stronger than you would be if you didn't. You're, you're relatively fit, but you're just, there's a whole nother level to be discovered that you don't realize until you really dial it in. Mm. And, and that's, and it shocked me, even me, me being a trainer and being a collegiate athlete, right? You forget. And so I was okay in the summer. I was okay, but I wasn't, you know Mm. what I mean? Kelly, how about you? I mean, that's a good point. I think I thought I was okay. Well, but I also felt the, just the blah of COVID and coming off of that, we were going on, we went on a trip Colorado, and I was kind of eating whatever, drinking, you know, wine at night and, um, intermittent fasting when I kind of to keep it all just like at bay, but then just, you know, so yeah, not working out a ton. So I did feel like, I remember Diana who works with us turning and saying, why don't you just make a goal? Or she made a goal. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to run a marathon. <laughs> and that, so that was the start, I guess. In Why Jill- a marathon? Like a lot of people set goals. <laughs> you just go right out for a marathon. Well, okay. So she was going to run the BCS full. Okay. I've run a marathon once. I've done other, like a half. I don't know. I just, I had told myself I'm not going to ever train again. It's too much training. I, I just, I wanted something hard to go for. Like I just wanted that. Yeah. I wanted and I felt like there was time because the kids, they have school, but kind of not like it was, you know, things were canceled and I wasn't running around the way that I was, you know, used so you to. mentioned intermittent fasting a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I want to just kind of get a, I want it almost sounds like it's like a joker card to you. Like, you know, if you play cards, like, oh, this, how does, how does that work for, you know, for somebody listening who maybe has a perspective on it or has no clue what it is, how does it play that way for you into your overall nutritional mindset like sounds like you know it's like i i can intermittent fast you know how how did you come to that realization that that's a strategy for you because i lost weight and i feel great and i do feel great when i go a seat when i have a non-eating period with a fasting window like six hours of or eight hours of food the other 20 or 16 What's your, it can you tell us it, your, for a long period of time, it was 16 to 18 hours, I think, 18 hours. I would start eating at 11 a.m. and I'd stop by 5. And so I did that for, I mean, a year and a half. Just. And so now what kind of frequency? 
Well, I don't, like over Christmas, I did like two days and it was like, I may have fasted 13 hours, 14 hours. I thought, well, that's something. But if I'm really trying, then maybe 16. Got it. And um, when you do it, what is the thought that goes in your mind? Because it doesn't sound like it's on any specific like schedule. Like I'm going to fast on the first of the month. It used to be. It used to be that. Okay. Um, The thought is to keep. Like, it's something. Like a discipline. <laughs> yeah, it's to keep, because whatever, you know, maybe warped view I have about weight at times that we all default to, that's keeping the weight at bay. Like, I'm not going to put on weight for sure. Now, mm-hmm. there is the argument, and there is leg- legitimacy to losing muscle if you do it for an extended period of time. Um, but it, also mental clarity, because what did I say? I fasted the other day. I was like, it's just amazing, the mental clarity. I mean, when I get hungry, then I'll eat. But when just going that period, those period of hours, it does help your brain. Like mm. it just, and I'm on. Yeah. Well, Cliff, what are your thoughts on intermittent fasting? So <clears throat> I've done it. Um, I don't like it as a, as a trainer, as a coach, I don't recommend it. I think what it's great for is for someone who, and Kelly has discipline. I mean, you want to see someone who has discipline. So I'm not saying that for someone who maybe doesn't have the discipline to get on a proper eating schedule to really transform their body. It's a really easy way to say, don't put anything in your mouth outside of these hours. And I, so I think it works for that, but it doesn't take you all the way to the level that we got because we didn't do this. So, and we'll talk about that. We didn't do that. So I like it. If there's someone that's just struggling, they're like, I just crave this. I want this. I'm like, all right, let's put you on intermittent fasting. So I use it as a tool, but it's not the best way to do it. No, it's great. And again, I, I, I poke at it if I poke or ask questions about it. Cause again, we're setting the stage for this experience. Right. And I don't know if there was intermittent fasting involved. It sounds like there wasn't. Um, but I think a lot of people, right. Not just women, men and women, live in what you guys are describing was kind of the summer or like you said, like just feeling the way you feel and then what you guys are in now, right? Which you just finished your 75 days on Christmas. And so going into the 75 days, what was the official start date? I don't remember. It was the beginning of October. If it ended Christmas day, I guess. Okay. Like- so I guess you committed in your head to, you gave me the check we're paid in full for a year. We're going to start coming to the gym more. What happened after that? So I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I changed my eating during September. Um, but I committed to coming five days a week. We would skip Saturday because you could run on Saturday morning. And I just didn't work out. I need two days off. So I was coming five days a week. But then I had heard of a hard 75. It's It's a just an accountability program put up by Andy Fursella, who owns a supplement company, and he has no... So what it is, it's an app, and you are required, if you want to be held accountable to it, to two 45-minute workouts a day. One has to be outside, so CrossFit, I consider it outside when the garage doors are open. Um, That's the big debate. Yeah, yeah, we we, we debated about that. Two days ago, because I was reading the 30-day challenge, and it talks about the outside, and garage does not count. Well, I'm I'm going to. Because Kelly Kelly and I were debating. I'm like, no, 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 that's my one outside. But otherwise, we would... She would go for a run. Interesting. She didn't go for a run. Then we would go, always go for at least a walk in the evening or, or something. But anyway, so two 45-minute workouts, and it says follow a diet plan. So you get to choose whatever you do. And Kelly chose what she, what she ate, and she was kind of looking, do I do Mediterranean? Do I do – you know, just pick something. And for me, it was I'm just going to eat whole real foods from the earth. I'm just going to keep it at that. And then I'm going to keep it in this calorie range. 
And that's why I used my fitness pal and dialed it in exactly. But I know what to do with that. So I, I stuck with that. Um, drink a gallon of water a day, read 10 pages of a book a day. You can choose what you want. No cheat days and no alcohol. I'm like, and so I had heard about this a year ago. Kelly and I were driving back from her mom's house and mm-hmm. I don't know, the podcast came up and Kelly says, I want to listen to this. And then she turned to me and she goes, let's do this. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it with you. I'd seen it, but I just had never done it. And so we committed to starting the next day. What led you to, like, you heard, I guess, the information about it in the podcast? Mm-hmm. And what, what stood out to you? I loved the checklist on the app. I liked that. And um, it, I knew, I don't know if we decided if I was going to join here yet at that point or... I think we already had. You're already in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he okay. signed you up. Okay. Okay. So I knew that was happening and I knew that I was training for the marathon and I liked that the I didn't have to stick to intermittent fasting or keto that I could just pick cuz I wanted I wanted to just eat healthy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted the freedom to and so I I I didn't want it to be, you know, I don't know, restrictions to a certain degree. Like the no sugar is a restriction and no alcohol. I like that, but I didn't want any other restrictions. You know, I just wanted whole real foods. And I kind of said Mediterranean because I was like, I want, you know, the healthy fats and I wanted to, you know, but I also want the healthy carb, like the complex carbohydrates. What was the heart, like when you heard the initial checklist, what sounded like the hardest thing that you were going to have to commit to, if any of them? Yeah, um, at that... I think it was the reading. Reading 10 uh-huh. pages a day. Uh-huh. What about you, Cliff? Probably the second workout. Oh, doing two workouts. Because you do you do a hard CrossFit workout. It's kind of enough in a day. Yeah. You know? so, and that's why we would always default, if we had to, to, to take the dogs for a walk and go for 45 minutes at the fastest pace as we could walk. And it, you know, it was a good workout, right? Mm-hmm. So that was... To me, that was... But enough. this is weird. Like, it's weird. Because I don't think it's normal. Like, I think it should have been what was hard was the second workout or eating for the 75 days. I keep telling Cliff, I don't know what switched. I don't know what switched in our brains to click easy. to lead up. Easy. The eating became easy. It didn't become a struggle. Now, going off of Christmas and now going back on, now, where's that switch? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's weird. I don't know... I mean, so you're describing, so you guys ended Christmas, just restarted and it. You're feeling it's harder mentally. Yeah. Well, you got what you wanted (laughs) and now you're in a great place. Well, no, I'm not. I mean, I got what I wanted, but it's like, yes, I got what I wanted. But then the, the hard part, the hardest part of it is knowing that it was going to end and knowing, wanting to figure out how to reconcile that success like, cause then you stop, you stop, like, you know, you can't live a lifestyle of doing all of those things for the rest of your life every single day. So it's reconciling kind of that. And where do you want to go? Has it like, been, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep back, go back and talk about the 75 days, but you brought up a great point, which is this new 75 day start over cliff has it been equally have you had the same mental experience of difficulty no i mean it's easy for me because i think i've been an athlete for so many years it was a concrete decision mm. that on december 23rd the day we ended that we're going to eat whatever we want and enjoy and ourselves that was concrete for me <laughs> that was okay. okay okay but then i enjoyed it and i felt zero guilt and whatever weight I put on, which I don't think I maybe I put Nothing. on. Nothing. He yeah. lost weight. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. But I'm like, I'm just going to, and I'm, I'm not going to work out. I'm just going to enjoy. 
And so, and I felt zero guilt with that. So getting back to it wasn't a challenge for me. I, I think Kelly struggled a little bit of just my mind. So that's the hard thing with all this. It's our it's mind. The mind. It's know? totally it's that. Just because you can just go back to what you were doing. And we, and we have. So today, today is day two. We're fine. We're okay, great. so let's go back to the 75 days. Give me like, let's break it into, you know, I guess there's five 15-day increments. So like the first 15 days, the second 15 days, third 15 days. Like, at, I mean, I remember seeing you guys here in the gym and like at some point, I mean, y'all were barely into this thing and I could 30 days and oh, it was oh my gosh yeah obvious. how 40 oh that you could tell that- visibly yeah so give me a little bit of like what you know what, what were the hardest days were the first three days hard first two weeks hard first 30? it was the last three days mm-hmm. oh yeah. wow that was the hardest we're why because it's because it was or? close and i was done like i was done i wanted to stop because everyone was stopping everyone was slowing down and routines were kind of consistency was going away the kids were out of school it was Christmas, and I just wanted to stop. Was like, there was any, tired. like, one or all the things you wanted to stop? Like All was, the things. It was just like, uh-huh. I'm done with the... Everything. Having to do all this stuff mm-hmm. and stick to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fir- you're saying the first 70 days were, or 72 days were a breeze? I don't know if it was a breeze. I mean, no, there were times, there's, you're tired. I guess it's a breeze in the sense of there wasn't temptation. Like, you're tired... Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're going all the time. And there were a few days I was like, oh my gosh, I like, I, I almost forgot, you know, to do the second workout. Like mm-hmm. if we had to go take a walk, I was like, for real, and I'm going to get up at nine night, o'clock yeah. at, you know, and go outside. But it wasn't a war the way the last three days. Mm-hmm. I don't, it just, so it it's funny. a different kind so, of war yeah. that you're so, fighting. So our last day was December 22nd. So we said December 22nd at midnight, right? And so it was like 10 o'clock at night. And we had, we had bought some alcohol for Christmas, yeah. some wine and some stuff. And I said, Kelly's 10 o'clock. It's close enough. We're done. We're done. I said, I'm going to pour myself a glass of wine. She goes, I already did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, here we go. You know, so we, we might have cut the 75 date yeah. hard short by That's awesome. two hours or yeah. something. But, you know. And so in, in that... You know, in that, in that 75 day experience, it sounds to me like you guys were very, like, it was just black and white. Like, mm-hmm. you do this, you don't do that. And it was accepted and it was understood in your own head, but amongst you guys doing it together, which is another really cool thing is how would this have been different had you b- not both been doing it? Very. Oh, yeah. Very. So Kelly said to me, probably the second week, she said, Hey, you wouldn't stop at the liquor store and buy something without telling me, would you? And I said, <laughs> I said, Oh, my, that would be betraying you. Like I, I, there's no way I could do that. Now, if I was doing it just myself, it's like infidelity, exactly. That's why I said, I said I'd, I'd probably do that before I did this. And she's, and, but if I was by myself doing it, would I, would I have stayed on it? I don't know. I don't know. It was a big help to have both of us holding each other accountable. It big was. Time. It was huge. It was because massive. if someone else, like for me, if you're this close to somebody and they're doing so many different things and there's probably times that they would be like seriously you're gonna go do that again do you know what i mean mm-hmm. that would be hard when so. did uh i i think that's a thousand percent mm-hmm. right doing it together had to be it had to be really cool for y'all's marriage right like yeah. your, your relationship your 
Well, yesterday, because when we talked about starting it again, that was the thing that I looked forward to the most are the second workouts mm-hmm. on the nights. There's three or four times where we'll go for a walk at night and we listen to a podcast with a, a, a one AirPod. My, in oh, that's each awesome. Ear Together. So for we can still talk. Minutes and we just walk and discuss. And it's so, like, it is. And I didn't realize how much I liked it until it was over. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think we're ever going to go for a walk again. I said, like, no, <laughs> no we, need to, we need to do this again. That's the only reason I want to do it again yeah. because it was so. Those so let's were talk sweet about times. that second workout. You know, what did that look like? It sounds like you had a kind of a system. So. What were the two workouts a day? Um, it just depended on the day because of the training for the marathon. So sometimes it was CrossFit and running. Sometimes if it was it, it was really hard, I might have just done yoga and running or CrossFit and yoga. But then it just, it, there was a system, but I don't remember the days. But then when we didn't have that second workout, like if I ran hard on a Tuesday because there were intervals, then I may, or we did CrossFit hard, then we would go for a walk that night. So for my second, it was either I would get on my bike indoors in front of the computer or the Zwift program. So my triathlon bike and I would ride. Um, I ran some a little bit, but I would say most more often than not, it was a walk. And it was kind of like, I should be doing more. I should be doing more than that. But there were days that I thought I, I don't really shouldn't do more. Like I, I banged myself enough in mm-hmm. six days in a row of CrossFit. Like it's probably enough for my body. So it was kind of making that decision. I don't know if, if, if I'd had a coach tell me that you need to do this, I would have done it. But obviously it worked. It yeah. worked like crazy. So like on a Sunday, what were those two workouts? For me, it would have been an easy run and then maybe a walk that night or a yoga and a walk that night. And then for me, it'd be a bike ride and then a walk that night. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, are they going to look any different now with this new 75 days that y'all just started? We're, we're it's actually, be- and we're doing, so there's a, the phase two is 30 days oh. on the app. Um, I don't think they'll look too different. No. I mean, I have the full that I have to run In and then that the running will virtual. change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, the nutrition piece was a gallon of water, drink a gallon of water. Was that hard? Pretty easy. Easy. I it, mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, Which I think is great. Just when you remember. Like, there's the forgetfulness. It's well, not here's, the... You know, it's this interesting thing. Like, on weekends, it's harder for me to drink water than weekdays. Like, weekdays, I just bring this everywhere I go. Yeah. But weekends, I don't even drink out of this type of container. Mm-hmm. So, did y'all experience little things like that? Like, with water or anything that's just like weekends became challenging or not? Saturdays were so much the same because we came to CrossFit. So that was pretty... No, I would agree. Sundays were probably a little more, I guess, challenging. It was just like, because you're not in your rhythm. You just got to be more intentional. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to be intentional and get up in the morning and say, this is what I'm going to do. A lot of times on Sundays, we get two workouts just done and out of the way and we're done for the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay, nutritionally, you could pick any plan. You had, But it had to be a plan. Mm -hmm. So what was your plan, Kelly? Well, it was... I said Mediterranean, mm-hmm. so it was, which to me that, and I don't even know, I didn't really do research. To me, that allowed any <laughs> of the good fats that I yeah. wanted, um, and then complex carbs. Any meat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was, I just, my plan essentially was no simple carbs, and, um, but yes, because I wanted something that allowed the meat, and I wanted fruits and vegetables. I didn't want to, because you know, if you do keto, then there's the whole. Fr- and I'm not going to do so all it said, that. And it said no sugar. Yeah, no sugar. So did you define that as like sweets? 
mm-hmm. basically. So yeah, you, you or ate, white bread. Like yeah, I didn't. Eat that. But you could eat like wheat bread, whole grain. If it was whole grain, I was pretty particular. Okay, so you ate. I mean, you ate healthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just clean. And then what about you, Cliff? What was your so nutrition plan? I, I wanted to keep it really broad because I've been on all kinds of different eating plans before and. I really just went back to the body for life kind of plan. Yep. But I said, I just want whole real foods from the earth. I'm not going to be a real stickler, but in my fitness pal, it was, I'm going I'm to stick in 25% fat, 40% carbs, 35% protein or 35 carbs, 40% protein. So that's what I stuck with, but whatever it was, it was going to just be whole real foods from the earth. I think the big difference to me was cutting the alcohol and then obviously no fast food, no going out to eat. And we went out to eat two or three times during the 75 hard. And we chose good, healthy meals wherever we went. We went to Christopher's once in Republic another time, I remember. It was like, we just got the best options we could. Didn't worry too much about it. Um, but, you know, it wasn't that strict. I mean, if it fit into that, the calories and then the macro percentages. You know, that you had set for yourself. That I had set. And so... so you know, for lunch, it'd be a tuna fish sandwich with low, low fat mayonnaise. It, it fit. It worked in there. So it didn't, it wasn't like diet food. Do you track every day? Mm-hmm. Yes. Both of y'all. Mm-hmm. Was yes. that part of it or no? No. That we decided. That we did. That y'all added that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what were you going for in a macro breakdown if you even were? Well, at the end I was, but I always forget. I always have to look at my thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, tw- I don't remember. I just would look at the little chart. It was, what was it? You told the me same, 30. Same, it was the about the me. same. Yeah. So 25% thing. fat. Yeah. 40% carbs, pro mm-hmm. protein. And, and I didn't, 40, I probably wasn't protein. super strict about Yeah. Making Did the tracking that. do anything? Huge. Yes. How so? It just, it made me more aware. And I actually started, the weight started going down even faster. It just, it was, I, weir- it was weird. Tracking is everything. And it's a pain in the butt. But when you do it, you can't not do it. And when you look in the mirror and you see those results. And I would cuss every time I did it. <laughs> it was I know. so. But like. If you don't start with that, with tracking, you just don't know. And then, and then we think, well, this doesn't work. I don't know. There must be something else. I'm going to look for another diet. And we question. But the reality is, it's like, if you just stay in a calorie range and the a, a proper macro range, right? I mean, there could be different ways people do it. It works. And then, so you talk about the 15-day things. The first 15 days, I literally, probably at the end of that 15 days, looked in the mirror. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then the next 15 days, it's like, are you kidding me? Like I've, we've, you know, we've done this before. We know this, but I hadn't done it in a while. And then I'm like a day 30 or 35 or something. I'm like, I'm there. I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't get it. You know, I'm there. It's yeah. like, this happened so fast. But when you dial it all in and put all the pieces together, it is, it isn't hard to do. Yeah. It just, you just put those pieces in place and just turn off your head and just do it. And then blows you away in a month yeah the tracking to me it it removes the the variable that becomes you of overeating mm-hmm. or mindless eating you know which is like you know how much peanut butter was that mm-hmm. or you know how much avocado was that you know because i mean we can eat and not think about it and so tra- so did you guys are y'all tracking again for round two mm-hmm. y'all just started yesterday mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that it? so? When you track, what time of day? Like, when do you put it in? Because that's another thing. Like, is it just as you remember? I've done different things. I usually try to do it when I'm sitting down and eating. But then it's I'm so sick of being on my phone that I'll just get a pad and write the foods and then put it in because mm. I've become it's become I kind of know in my head as I'm going. Like, if I'm writing it down, then I'm monitoring it, right? Yeah. So 
I'm not, there's not the mindless piece. So yeah, are you I'll just eyeball write eyeball measuring or are you actually weighing? I did it? both. Okay. I, so it, I really do become annoyed with the whole writing it down. And I, so there were times, and I'm pretty correct because sometimes I'd eyeball it and I'd be like, okay, I'll just see. And it was, I'm usually pretty spot on. Yeah. But, um, but at, at the very end, you know, Cliff and Diana would emphasize, like, if you really want it, like, it, it, this is when it kind of starts mattering. Like, you need to start measuring all of your food. Like, mm-hmm. if, if you want to go to another level or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but one thing I don't want to forget to say is that because we ate that way, I and I attribute the um, it not being difficult to eat healthy because we ate, like, all the nutrients. We had all the mm-hmm. nutrients. Yes. There were no cravings, like zero cravings. Zero cravings, never hungry, totally free. I didn't feel like I needed to have a cheat day. Do you know with yeah. the, when I was intermittent fasting, no. you know, Saturdays I wouldn't intermittent fast. No like it was, there was, uh, I'm fine. And we'd have, pan- totally content. Chip, we'd have chocolate chip pancakes for the kids and oh, zero yeah. desire to eat one. Wow. None. I, and I, I wouldn't. Mm-mm. So you, the alcohol seems to have been a really, you mentioned like that, you felt like was a big deal. How do you think it affected the overall program? Like, you know, if somebody was to say, I can do all except the alcohol, is that a deal breaker? Like, is that going to not give you the results that it did for you? So for the the program, it's a deal breaker. For our results, it's absolutely a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. Um, My before and after picture is my face. I look 10 years younger. Wow. But here's here's what happens is that so, and here's, here's the drinking. Like, I love whiskey and bourbon and scotch, and I'll pour a glass, a small glass, and I'll sip it, and I kind of have a rule, like 9 p.m. and after, I'll, I'll, but not before that, and then I'm done for the day, and I want to watch a movie or do something, just relax and drink. Well, that one drink can turn into two, three, and even four sometimes. It, just, it can just come like, oh, I just want a little bit more to help myself get to sleep, right? And you get into this routine of, like, I'm fine. Like, I get up in the morning, and I'm, I can work, and I'm successful, and I'm good. But you don't realize until you quit, and it takes a week or two or three, and it keeps getting more and more and more, where you've been living in this brain fog. Mm-hmm. But you didn't realize it because you thought that was normal until you aren't in it, and you like you look in the mirror and, and think how much younger you look, how much more confident you are for sure in the way you look. But you're so much more clear and so much more productive. You get up in the morning, you can just go. And then when you go to sleep at night, you just fall asleep. And I wear this whoop strap, right? And my recovery was all of a sudden was like in the red all the time and sometimes in the yellow, but it was like yellows and greens all the time. So my recovery went up dramatically. Like it was so worth not drinking. And then when we had some drinks over Christmas, I can tell you right now, I'm done. Like I don't want to, I'm done drinking because I felt horrible. I started falling to kind of little depressed feeling. Oh, huge. Yeah. Well, not you huge. It's okay. So not even little. Like, big time of, like, just, like, I don't want to do anything, no creativity, I'm feeling lazy, I just want to sit around. You sleep, like, you sleep longer. It's another thing, is my energy level, because I would just get up and I'd go, and it was... So how impactful, it sounds like the alcohol thing was huge huge. for Cliff. Uh, How about for you, Kelly, was it to that degree? I would say yes. It it impacts me emotionally, and so that's going to kind of taint my thought process about how I feel about myself and and um yeah I mean it, it did it, it's a battle though period like both ways it's a battle here's how it really makes a difference is that when I drink I'm really funny 
<laughs> I'm really, really hilarious. Kelly's like really angry. <laughs> yes! That's so not true. But, but no, I mean, it's funny how it changes your, your outlook and your personality and how we talk. And, and it's like during the 75, it jump on good for your marriage. Wow. I mean, we had some just great deep talks that were, it just, yeah, that we really hadn't done. There was a big difference in that, I would say. The alcohol. Well, and it sounds yeah. to me like, you know, here we here we are as as people who embark on this 75-day challenge wanting really more of a aesthetic benefit. Like, we want the external. We yeah. want the abs. We want to dress the pant sizes, whatever it is, the fade, you know. And it sounds to me like this, like that piece, the way you guys just described that, like you got so much more out of that than any of, you know, the other stuff came too, but mm-hmm. it's like, wow, for you to have that mental clarity and confidence is for huge. Sure. For sure. You know, and for you to be able to narrow it down to that specific one, you know, y'all did 10 things or eight things, but to know that that one thing had that much impact on the whole experience is, is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I want to make sure I didn't miss anything. Water, nutrition, two workouts, no alcohol. Selfie. Oh, picture every day. Take a picture okay. every day. Yeah, yeah, tell me about that. Mm-hmm. That. <laughs> we had to take that was a, a pain picture. In the it was, there was, I mean, half the time... We did like regular selfies, like full body selfies. Um, and then half the time I was in bed remembering and I just was like, click. <laughs> just yeah. like, there's a selfie. Yeah. But um, it was, I mean, the transformation, it's good. Like, you can't not do it because the transformation was amazing. Like, it was, oh, it blew my mind. Like my, my before and after. So, my before pictures compared to my halfway pictures blew my mind. And my before pictures till right before Christmas, unbelievable. And, and I know I could have done more because there was like the two or three weeks before Christmas. I'm like, I should go on a, a real cutting phase diet. And I didn't. Like we do for body for life. Yeah. And there, there was things I could have done and done the second workout. I just didn't because I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm there. Like I get off, get off one more percent body fat, but you know what? I'm there. Like I'm, but um, just how fast and how astounding the results came, oh, it was just Blew, blew, mm-hmm. blew me away. Like I have never. Been. And you said you noticed thirty days in. It was like, oh my wow. goodness. Yeah. Wow. Well, when was when was um the competition here? November sixth. Okay. So the pictures on that day were yeah. like yeah. Oh my gosh. But it, it, you've even gotten leaner, and Kelly, you for sure too. Both of y'all like since then, since yeah. November sixth, because I remember oh, you. Yeah, because I look at the November sixth pictures. I'm like, I wasn't the ones like I would say. I don't know how many, maybe three or four me- more weeks yeah, past it. Yeah. That's when I was like, I didn't know I could look like this. I didn't know that I could have abs. Well, she, like, she, I she never know, had abs. She always said to me, she goes, I've had four kids. I have this extra skin. I can never get rid of this. But she kept going. And she was like, was like ripped. It blew my... And like, then I, my body fat at the very last day, it was... 15% is yeah. what it showed on the Wow. Um, I was like, Did y'all oh do that gosh. before? Did you test? No, but I mean, I, well, I had tested it. We looked at the... You probably had it in March, so you have some data in there. Yes, and then we had one um, at Yoga Pod that I did it on, and it... Um, what do you remember? I, it was like twenty four percent. Yeah, so 24 down back to 15 in, was, I think, her transformation. Do you know what yours was? So Cliff? I think mine was eight, 18 down to 11%. Wow. Yeah. 
And so, and I think, and I kind of questioned that 11. I, I, it looked leaner than that. Like just you and I, you yeah, said, yeah, you said that yeah. Like, I think you're low, lower than that, but anyway. Regardless. And I think the, the interesting thing that you just highlighted, Kelly, was like your delayed progress, just given whatever factors. And then Cliff kind of saw a little bit more of an immediate, like mm-hmm. within 30 days. And then you're like, well, I didn't feel that way until two months. And I think that's the value of 75 days, right? I mean, it's, you know, a lot of times some people are going to see results in 30 and some people aren't. But at the end of the day, if you keep going, you're going to see results yeah. no matter what. You are. You are. <laughs> I think a big thing for me too that I want to say is one of the things that's always bothered me in our culture is the, the whole glorifying of the dad bod thing mm. that average dads or people our age, you know, in their 30s, 40s, 50s, that it's okay to have this gut, you know. And it's like, man up, mm. really. Like, you can do this work and, and be a warrior. You can be a soldier. You can yeah. be that protector for your family and be that man. And I think it's just such a sad excuse that, you know, and, and, and yeah, I've, I fall into that for sure. But to be able to do this work, to feel that confidence and that power that you feel for your family, for your community, for your church, for your life is so important. Mm-hmm. So those things, getting that and, and to be that example for your kids, you know, of... Hey, you know, we're not drinking and we, we're working out hard like this. And your dad, your mom has a physique like this. And that's a heck of an example for your family as a leader for your family yeah. and for your community. Oh, they're watching you know? all the time. Yeah. Um, okay. So the selfies every day. And I could totally see that being valuable because if you got to take a picture of yourself every day, and, you, and like you said, you track your progress. Was there anything else in that that we didn't dissect? Does that pretty much cover it on the 75 days? I think so. Okay, so round two started yesterday. Mm-hmm. 30 days, mm-hmm. kind of same thing. Mm-hmm. Feeling a little, uh, a little not as motivated, not as excited. So where yeah. do you go from here? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that's the war. Like I, that's where my and I knew it going into the 75. I knew that I'd have this issue that I get to Christmas, and I, I would do Christmas. And then I'd battle this thing in my head because I, what woman doesn't, especially in our culture with our body image. And so it's, I'm so sick of it. Like, you know, I, I just, it's like, that's the war I want to win. It's, it's fun to lose weight and it's fun to look great, but I want to win that war of just obsessing Mm -hmm. over, because that's what this is. It's like, yeah, we're going to set another goal and we're going to do it. Um, but I don't like, I want to enjoy, like Cliff was like, I enjoy Christmas. I enjoyed it too, but I don't want to, I don't like the feeling that I feel about myself while I'm enjoying it. Here's a, she would th- say things over Christmas that yeah. I knew she felt guilt and, and felt down about eating like that. And, and you know, I was different. I was like, just enjoy it. We'll get back to this. And then she would say, are we going to get back to it? And but I this said, yeah, is another are. factor is that you're drinking or we are, we're going to have wine. We're going to, you know, and I'm not exercising. And I know for a fact when I'm not working out and when I'm not running, my head is not okay. Like that's where, and that's where like running is a lot of times, you know, when I might pray or I have epiphanies. And so when that's not there and we're just lying around, it's, it's gross. Well, and that's where the battle is, is in our heads, you know? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you said, and I think men, not, not just to make this out to be like a male female thing, but I think where men struggle in the same way you described is in finances Mm -hmm. and and financial success or accolades. And so, you know, where you're struggling right now is like where, what's, it's like a guy can, 
it's never enough, right? You know, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars. Well, then you do, and then you want to make half a million dollars, and then you do, and then you want to make a million dollars, and then you do, and you know, not everybody, but obviously that it can never be enough. And I think one of the things that at least um, you know I've learned in that area is to fully surrender finances to the Lord. Like God, whatever my financial situation is going to be, is unto you, right? Like you are the one that goes before me and after me and you've gave me the gifts to do what I can do with my hands and with my brain. And so when I surrender, and, and this is a daily reminder, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, just because you say that once doesn't mean you're going to, oh, it's done. No, it's like till, you know, whenever. And I think, you know, for people who struggle with body image or who struggle with like, what do I, you know, the obvious is working out and eating right is like those are the pillars, right? Mm-hmm. But giving that to the Lord too, you know, mm-hmm. and saying, God, you know, what am I to do here next, right? Like, you, it, I think it changes, especially because you mentioned running and you mentioned all, like you're an active, awesome, you know, fit person, but you don't want to be just like, I don't want to be 60 years old and and feel the burden of money, right? I don't want to be 40 years old and feel the weight of that stress. I don't want to be 38 currently today and feel the same way I don't want you to feel the same burden in your health, in your fitness journey. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so I think that sometimes when you, you know, I, I think that's the only way when we have these really strong, challenging things in our lives is like, well, that's because I'm trying to do it. No, <laughs> that's totally. where I feel. That's why I feel the way. But when I have, you know, the God of the universe, you know, my creator who, you know, has every day laid out before me that I can lean on him in these areas that I don't know what to do. Yeah. What about you, Cliff? What is kind of the, you're seeming like, man, 30 days I'm on, like you, you just push that button and you're ready to go. Yeah. So, you know, what's the, where do I want to end up? And one of the things I realize is, you know, I have, have a shoulder that I just haven't taken care of. Mm-hmm. And I can't push weights over my head. So yesterday when we were doing squat thrusters, to me, I did front squats. And I've let it go enough. So, you know, to me, it's taking care of some of those small things so that I can get to another level with the workouts. And because there, there's a level of lack of power when you're not doing what the workout is. Because it's it's kind of easy to make that excuse. It's like, well, my shoulder hurts, so I'm going to do front squats instead. And so, you know, taking care of some of those little things. And then, you know, you talk about prayer. That was one of the things we talked about when Kelly and I met before Christmas for our New Year's goals and what we're going to do and set out the whole plan for the year. And one of them, big thing came up for us is like, we need to pray. And so, you know, putting that into place too, um, for sure. Um, So to me, the next 30 days is about taking care of those little things and looking at at that is as important as the workout and not skipping those little things, get that fixed. And and then I don't know, you know, there's, there's things that'll come up. Um, but we've talked about doing a half together, doing a half marathon together yet, yeah, which would mean me starting to run again. Is train. there, is there a phase three, like for the 75 day hard? I, I think so. I don't know. You can't, you can't really see forward and there's a podcast I need, we need yeah. to listen to and, and check it out. Um, there better be. There yeah. Darn well better be. No, I think, and, and again, just kind of wrapping up, I think, you know, the results speak for themselves, right? So anybody who knows you personally has seen. I mean, in the summer, y'all are completely different, mm-hmm. like physical, yeah, yeah, yeah. like like bodies different. Mm-hmm. So how quickly that can happen, and the you know the the cool thing about this episode is is kind of the behind the scenes of like you know the. 
the details of it, but also kind of the thought that went into it, the intentionality, the unification of you guys in the process. So thank you all so much for doing this. Well, and a big thank you to you, Charlie, for, oh. for having a place for us to come to, to to do this work and to grow and to change in, in, a, in a place that means so much to us and you do. And so it's been life transforming for us. To, if, if we just had like Gold's Gym and that was it, it wouldn't have been the same journey no, no, at all. I mean, this, I mean, I mean, we have we have Robert and Kyle and Craig, and you know, we have just yeah. it's it's an amazing place. Yeah, love you guys. You too. Thank you. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at BoomFitBCS.com. That's BoomFitBCS.com.